Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, righty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here with you, and we are live in the Strike to Spare Family Fund Center studio. Damon Keene is alongside for the ride for the next couple of hours, and we got a plethora of things to get into. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah. Because you went, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, everything was fine out there. Okay. Um, you know, enjoyed myself, stayed in for the most part. Um, you know, there were no... Um, no uh, d- dangerous storms, unlike the previous weekend. So, you know, that was the positive. So, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, everything was fine. Enjoying that. Good. Yeah, everything was good. Did you watch some some games? Yeah. yeah. Watched some college football on Saturday. There were bowls. There were bowl games. Enjoyed a little celebration bowl action there for the uh, HBCU National Championship. Enjoyed some of that. And then... On uh, Sunday, of course, partake uh, of the NFL and, you know, partake of the NFL on Sunday and Saturday, Saturday as well, uh, the Saturday games, uh, even though the Saturday games weren't a whole lot to look at. Not really. Um, anticipating some really nice matchups and mm. then yeah. outside that first game mm. kind of turned into some duds, mm-hmm. um, anticipating a little better there. Uh, just a couple of teams didn't show up, didn't get off the bus. Now, the Bengals game was good, but. Pittsburgh's got problems. Yeah. They got problems. Yeah. And guess on, what? They're taking on water. It's it's not the offensive coordinator. No. It's the Fire Mac Canada. Yeah. Well, they, well, they did. And still looks like crap. Yeah. Still not working. Yeah. So you have to come up with something else. Yeah. Uh, and then the nightcap, um, not really good either. No. All Lions. No. They uh, had their way. Well, weird exchange with. Peyton and Russell Wilson on the sideline. Yeah, I mean, like, and then Ru- Sean Payton is asked after the game, and he's like, "None of your damn business." What I what I say to Russell <laughs> is between me and him, and it's like, um, that sounds oh, about right. Oh, I mean, okay, well, it's I mean, it is a press conference, and you're the head coach, and the whole world saw it. So, is is it not okay to ask? Did you not think you were going to get asked? Uh, he did, and yeah, that was and the, the that was the response. Yeah, he thought he was going to get asked, and he he thought about it, and that was the that response was he he knew he was going to give. Yeah. So, all right, we're coming down the home stretch, Justin. It is time for us to kick it into uh, the two minute drill, right? It's time for us to uh, speed things up because we don't have much time to get a little help and uh, to join us as he's been doing, starting last week at the beginning of the show. Pat Spurdudo, former. Cats head coach, former Titans coach, now the big cheese in the scouting department with the Kansas City Chiefs. He now joins us. Chiefs. 
Pat, what's up? <laughs> How you guys doing today? We're doing great. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Do you like when Andy Reid does that? Jeez. Say that again? Do you like when Andy Reid does that? Um, Sure. <laughs> I, it probably means we won, so yeah, of course I like that. Say Andy uh, Reid doesn't do that. Around 70,000 people in Arrowhead Stadium does that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I guess I've, I've seen the locker room scenes. Oh, okay. They You're break talking it about that thing. That. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Andy's Andy uh Andy's very very uh the great thing about him is he he also has fun in our in our building too. Don't kid yourself. He he loves what he does and uh he tries to keep those guys you know loose and and you know and let them know that hey they're playing a kid's game and sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves and and we forget that that we're playing a kid's game, you know? And um so he tries to, you know, that's that's been a big part of his. He, you know, he loves them up and coaches them, coaches them hard. But he wants them to, to still have fun at everything they do. You yeah. know. Congrats on the win on Sunday. Last time you'll ever see Belichick as the head coach of the Patriots. So this is the last time the Chiefs will ever beat the Patriots with Belichick as the coach. Yeah. Are you I don't, are you making I don't a proclamation know. or something? Well, I just isn't that what the scuttlebutt is? Is that what everybody's saying? A scuttlebutt. Right. Are we that, reporting that, scuttlebutt oh, now yeah. on I mean, the air? That's what everybody the internet is saying. The internet the, the internet is saying. saying it. It's saying it. The internet. Yeah. Coach, I'd like to apologize again on behalf of the McFarland show uh, that Darren <laughs> the internet is, is, is out here with this with these with these shenanigans. If you come on to talk about a great cause and here's Darren you know, first of all, asking you about things that you we, that he knows that you can't comment on, and now he's talking about more things that he knows that you can't comment on. So I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Hey, look, it, I, I, I'm just like I said. I'm grateful that you guys you guys are a part of this and, and have given it some time and 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 taken away from from your callers and the people that are a part of the show. So, you know, I know it's a it's a sports talk show. You guys, I, I, listen. I'm in the car. That's all I listen to. I know. I, it, that's the. That's when you know you've hit old age when you no longer play music and all you play is is talk radio. So <laughs> I hit that. I'm old officially. Uh, I, don't th- I don't think so. So tell everybody how they can help us. This is the final okay. push this week. Well, let's start with tomorrow. Tomorrow, you guys are out at Single Tree Barbecue. Yes, two eight zero five Old Fort Parkway in Murfreesboro, um, and all we're asking is people to bring uh, new socks, gloves, or blankets, and drop them off. And uh, hopefully, Darren will be able to carry all of it in his in his uh, in his car home and and then we can make sure on christmas day everything that you drop off is going to be given out and we're going to try to take care of as many people that are part of our our homeless uh, population in downtown nashville on christmas day and um so that's the first way you can help run by single tree barbecue you guys are doing your live remote from there so you get to say hello to to the mcfarland show live and in person and and basically uh and be a part of a, a great program, get some great barbecue, and mm-hmm. uh, and help us out and help us uh, help our city. And that's number one. And then the next way you can help is on Thursday at Birdie Bros at 300 Indian Lake Boulevard, Suite 160 in Hendersonville. You, another remote from WNSR, you can drop off 
again, gloves, socks, or blankets, and, and new. Darren will, new. will bring them. What's new. that? New. New, yes, new. I want to just emphasize and, and that. So new, please. Just so you know, this afternoon I've already uh, I've been ordered. I'm making a trip to the dollar store, and I'm I'm scooping up all their gloves and and uh, and socks. So that's my uh, my honeydew for this afternoon. Okay. Is I got to run to two Dollar Tree stores and and go uh, and go buy everything they have. So uh, it was a yes, ma'am, and and I'll get it done for my wife, and and we're going to get ahead of it, and and yes. So Birdie Bros in Hendersonville on Thursday, Single Tree Barbecue on Tuesday, and then any time before the twenty third, Yogi's Pizzeria and Ice Cream at forty eight twenty five Trousdale Drive, Unit three sixty. Uh, you can drop off the same uh, gloves, socks, and blankets. And Yogi has been awesome to us, and and makes all the meals and, and, and gets them all ready for us to give out on Christmas day. And, and him and Robin and, and, and their crew have been unreal. And, uh, I can't thank them enough. And then the final way you can help us is you can go online at, uh, at Rosie Sperduto. Uh, we have a, uh, a Venmo set up where you can donate $5, $3, $10, you can donate. We're going to use every penny, and we're going to spend it on, again, socks, gloves, and blankets for the homeless on Christmas Day. And um, we appreciate anything and everything you give. And like I've said a million times, anything is better than nothing. So if you can do something, we, we, we thank you, and we are going to make it a gift from all of us in this community to help as many homeless people as possible. Pat? Well done. You're getting good at this. Yeah, I'm getting good at this. <laughs> let's, let's do it again tomorrow. Hopefully I'm getting good at helping the Chiefs get better. That's that's important, too. <laughs> well, that is important, too. That is your job. Get and, better, um, this has been, sir. This has been your job around Christmas time. So you've done it. Has you've been. excelled and, and, at both. And I've told you, Darren, you know this. And, and, and Justin, you, you know from your help last year. It's so gratifying. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it's a it's. It's a gift to me and a gift to you, Darren, and a gift to everybody that's involved in this. And if you drop off some gloves and hats, it's a gift, uh, gloves and, and, and socks, it's a gift that, that you're giving and should make you feel better that you're helping somebody else that's not as fortunate as you are. Our kids don't know anything else. That's how they start yep. off Christmas morning. They don't know it's anything awesome. else. That's it's, And that's cool. It's awesome. And we're so grateful for it, and we can't thank this city enough. Yep. Pat, uh, we'll continue uh, putting the word out there, and um, can't wait to go to Single Tree Barbecue down in Murfreesboro tomorrow. Get after it! Thank you guys. Thank Don't you, Pat. eat too much. Um, can't promise that, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> All right, be good. Thank you, sir. Pat Sperduto. And again, we are going to be tomorrow down in Murfreesboro at Single Tree Barbecue, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Twenty eight oh five Old Fort Parkway. Down in Murfreesboro. That's where we'll be doing our show. And Charlie Eblen is the owner. And he has been nice enough. If you will bring in a bag full of new socks or gloves or blankets, mm-hmm. he will give you a wonderful free pork sandwich from Single Tree Barbecue. Sounds and their good. food is, as you'll find out tomorrow, amazing. Okay. Amazing. Sounds outstanding. Something Justin the Titans were not yesterday. Amazing. Mm. Let's do that. Let's. This is a good time to break. Yeah. Okay. Come back. We're wide open. 
615-844-5600. We'll also hear a little bit from what uh, Mike Vrabel had to say today. Their season is over. Um, We'll get into all the particulars on the other side as you listen to The McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Golfers, swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at edwinwattsgolf.com. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. This yeah. is just it. The Titans are trading Kevin Byard to the Eagles. The yeah, Eagles are going to send the too. Titans a fifth and sixth round pick and safety Terrell Edmonds. Well, they're giving up on that contract. There were also a lot of Titans fans upset about some of the comments he made, which I thought was insane. Big kaboom here on this Monday. <laughs> the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare Studio.
They're playing a bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina right now. They are. The famous Toastery Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's been all Old Dominion, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. They're beating up on Western Kentucky 21 to nothing yeah. as they start the second quarter. Game includes a pick six. Yeah. So we just watched it. Yeah. We got it on here in the studio. And um, yeah, again, it's been all Old Dominion, as you mentioned. Uh, Bulls taking place this weekend. Ohio beat Georgia Southern. Yes. The Myrtle Beach Bowl, I understand. Yes. The okay. Myrtle Beach Bowl. Look at you. 41 21. Yeah. Ohio won. In fact, Georgia Southern is coached by. You got me. I don't know. Clay so, Helton. Clay Helton. Is yeah. that where he ended up? Right. Okay. Yeah. And that's the brother of Tyson Helton. Tyson Helton. Okay. Western, Western's coach. Western coach. Okay. Uh, App State beat Miami of Miami of Ohio thirteen to nine. App Jackson, State. Jacksonville State. That okay. was what Rich Rod, right? Rich Rod. Yeah. Thirty four thirty one over Louisiana. Okay. Uh, Fresno State beat New Mexico State over the weekend uh, in the New Mexico Bowl. Fresno State beat New Mexico State. Isn't that just a conference game? Yeah. No, I don't think so. (laughs) No? Felt like it, probably. (laughs) Okay. Felt like a home game for uh, New Mexico State, but they didn't play well. Okay. They lost 37 to 10. It sounds like a conference game, but anyway. UCLA beat Boise State 35-22, and uh, Texas Tech beat up on California. 34 to 14. Mm. Just, just in case you didn't, and I'm sure a lot of you didn't pay attention, and I don't blame you. I get it. What, was, sure. the, what was the game where the monsoon weather was going on? Was that App State or something? Was that? That, that was, was the Orlando was, Bowl or yeah. whatever it's called. It was in Orlando. I don't know what the. How did you I don't know who was playing that? in that game, but yeah. It was the, in Orlando. I know that. Yep. It was ugly, but I watched about five minutes and I'm like, oh, okay, this is ugly. Yeah, they're going to run a lot. They won't pass. Uh, yeah, that was the uh, the Cure Bowl. Mm. So Titans season is officially over. Mathematically. They've, uh, they've dropped two uh, home games in a row uh, in overtime to yes. division foes. Mm. Two home games in a row to division foes where an extra point was missed. Yeah. That didn't help things. No. But I guess before we delve into it, we want to hear a little bit of what Vrabel had to say. And Let's then we'll, do. We'll... Go hot and heavy. Yeah, let's do. All right, let's uh, let's hear a little bit of what Mike Vrabel had to say to the media today. We got a, the offensive line got to make over in the off season, and it hasn't necessarily translated into better play. Do you need to maybe reevaluate uh, what you look for in offensive linemen and how they play? Well, we're just focused on this week right now, and we'll worry about and be as diligent as we can and. Uh, evaluation at every position, um, you know, in the off season. But you know, right now we're focused on and, and continuing to to find ways to improve, and most importantly, find ways to win. And then in the evaluation process, uh, that'll that'll come after the season. Mike, when you talk about the offensive line and asked about the off season, kind of always pivot every time. Though, worried about the next game, or Paul asked yesterday about the offensive line and just talked about protecting as opposed to what happened in the off season. Is the accountability for the fans about what happened with the offensive line this year that kind of dodging a little bit? No. With the offensive line, and talking to some of them, they they said that it wasn't anything new that they saw, but they did have problems communicating and just picking up assignments. Is that something that, like, how do you handle the accountability for that? Is that 
the players? Is that the coaching staff collective? How do you handle that? It, it's all of it. it. It's every single one of us. It starts with me, and you know, we we knew that this was a fast defense. Like, you know, there's good players. You, know. you like to watch tape. You know, Malik Collins and you know Sheldon Rankins. Like, we knew where they were going to be, and and if you're not good with your communications or staying. You know, good on your combinations. They create penetration, uh, which which then makes you loose and everything else. So, um, we we've said this. Like, there's a call that goes in. At that point in time, it's on the 11 players on on each uh, in each phase to communicate, to work together with somebody to identify the the mic, to know your assignment, to strain, to do everything that you can to put yourself in a position to protect the guy with the ball, whether it's a run, whether it's a keeper, whether it's a play pass, like that's how it goes down, that the coach tries to give them as many details throughout the week and show them some things that, that are going to help them. Um, and, and then you have to go out, and if there's new looks that you see, then you come over on the sidelines and you make adjustments or you, hey, this is what's happening now. I know we had talked about this, but you know, for the most part, you know, they were pretty much, that was just structure that we had seen uh, in the previous weeks. When it running 17 times for 12 yards on first down, is that setting up play action? Are people biting on that, or are they having a fine time stopping the run with what they have up front? Did it establish anything for you to do in play action? Well, we hit a strike uh, behind the linebackers, you know, late in the game um, to Hopkins. So it, it must have done something. I mean, there was... Um, was that trade-off worth it? I, again, we, we didn't win the game, and you know you have to understand that there's some of these play pass protections are also advantageous to allowing the quarterback to move the spot, to, to change his launch uh, location, and you know give us an opportunity to to protect, but also still run a you know a route that we think is going to be good versus their coverage. Well, what's the trade-off there in terms of? The, the frequent conversations we had about not being behind the sticks when out of all of those first downs, you're coming out generally at second and 10 or, or worse. Well, that was, you know, yesterday we've you know done well. And, you know, again, previous weeks of, you know, our average gain on, on first down, whether that be running or throwing it, uh, try to stay as uh, balanced as possible. Um, and also try to do, uh, you know, possess the football, try to find ways to win a football game, and you know, it didn't work out yesterday. Said how many, how much freedom does Will have at the line of scrimmage, and has he exercised it a lot to this point in terms of getting you in the right plays? I think specifically I'm thinking of a couple instances yesterday where it looked like they were bringing run pressures and you essentially ran into it. At the yeah, and, and I think that there is some of that uh, that we have to be able to um, expand on or at least – you know, can it and, and try to, you know, maybe get it to the other side um, to give us a little bit of better angle. Um, you know, and there's some, you know, relief throws that we can make and things that are in there. And, um, you know, I think it's important just to, you know, as long as everybody's on the same page uh, between him and the receivers or him and the offensive line and what we're trying to do, um, that that's what's most important. And, uh you know, we'll continue to work on that. Mike, what led to Tier Tart getting released, and did he ask for his release at all? 
Um, you know, I think we can touch on some of those personnel decisions, you know, at the end of the season. But, uh, you know, we're excited about the guys that are here now and, and working with them and moving towards them and, you know, finding those guys that, uh, that we can work with. I say to all the guys, Mike, about finishing the season strong the right well, way after being eliminated. Yeah, I, I think that that's probably going to be something I'll try to, you know, make sure uh, I'm consistent with when when they come in here, um, you know, on Wednesday and making sure that, uh, you know, it's not too watered down. I don't know. It's 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 new. Right? It's a new experience for me. You know, so I'll have to give it some thought and try to, you know, Make sure that we're doing everything that we can to, to continue to try to teach them, to develop them, you know, inspire the ones uh, the best that we can. Mike, are Garrett's days as an elite running back in the NFL over? Uh, I don't think that, you know. I think that, you know, that we understand that Derek's got a certain running style and a great skill set. And, you know, we have to be able to, to get him going and give him some space and get him to the second level. And he, in turn, has to be able to, you know, help you know, the, the line, help the receivers, help the tight end. You know, it all goes hand in hand. You don't just hand it to a guy and they beat three people. But you know, there's also times where guys make a great cut or guys make a guy miss or Derek Stiff Farms a guy. You know, so certainly after yesterday, nobody was was good enough. Um, everybody involved. All seven sacks yesterday were in the second half and overtime. Was there something that they did that made an adjustment that allowed them to get there? Or was it more breakdowns on that from the second half that didn't occur in the first half? Well, well they you know two um, you know two through three quarters. Um, you know, one came. Um, you know, down in the red zone, I would say that, um, you know, we'll, we're trying to hit one. We're trying to play that we had designed from before, and, you know, they didn't bite on it. And we'll probably waited it out a half a count too late, and it wasn't there. Would have liked for Jalen to block a little bit longer, but maybe we can help them out and just say, hey, they got us. They didn't bite up on, you know, the fake. Um, you know, you go by case-by-case case basis. There were some that, you know, tried to throw the ball on first and 10 one time and wasn't open, so it was a sack. So, you know, it's it's a lot of things. Third down, they show up third and long, you know. So it's just got to be, you know, cleaner, um, you know, with, with with everybody involved, with the, you know, how quickly we, we get open, the, the concepts that we're giving them, how quickly we get open as receivers, uh, how long and how well we block, um, you know, the, the quarterback's movement in the pocket, I mean, it's all those little things that, again, that 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 all goes into it. I mean, yeah, there's times where we got beat, uh, but there's also a, a play and a and a process to the entire operation. You're Mike, when you two rookies on the left side of your offensive line that seemed to have a rough day yesterday, a lot of teaching tape there, and what's the message to them as they bounce back? Uh, they'll keep working, they'll keep fighting, keep improving, try to, you know, keep taking the little details, the technique, and, you know, it's, it's not easy developing young offensive linemen, but we'll, 
you know, at, at this point in time in the season is what I'm saying with the amount of reps and, you know, where they're at physically. But, you know, working together is something that's critical, you know, using length, you know, not, not letting them get into your body, you know. But and they had some snaps where they, where they blocked them well too, you know. Last sack of there you go. That was a uh, look. That's that's some of Mike Rabel today. I, sure, I that was a a healthy enough dose. Yeah, yeah. Of Mike Rabel today. What where what stood out to? I mean, I've got some things. But what <laughs> what uh, what stood out to you? I mean, several things where he talked about the, the 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 play of the offensive line and said, you know that, it, you know, essentially. The offensive line didn't play well enough, and you know he's not taking a, a pass essentially when he was asked point blank about whether or not he needs to reevaluate the way the offensive line plays and or the type of offensive lineman that they get. And he was like, "Ah, well, you know, we'll get to the off season when we get to the off season." And basically, that's not a dodge. Okay, I mean they did revamp the offensive line over last year. It's still not okay. Mm-mm. It's still not working. Nope. So. Whose fault is that? Now, did they have enough money to do what they wanted to do? Did they spend enough, you know, capital in the draft? I mean, they drafted two of them. They drafted two offensive linemen. Um, clearly, they didn't have enough depth. And they're playing. They're playing, both of them. Mm-hmm. No, that's an improvement um, already. Uh, the fact that they are well, <laughs> both playing. Yesterday didn't feel like an improvement. Well, listen, <laughs> it, it, I, I would beg to differ. Well, I mean, you're right. The fact that they're at least... <laughs> Playing is the the and which which is, is a sad which is a sad <laughs> indictment. Yeah, yeah, but it is accurate. To, yeah. At the very least, yeah. Rand Carthens' draft picks are actually on the field. Yeah, that's sad but true. The, okay, so you know you can judge them how you that, want. That's the upgrade. But you know they they were on <laughs> the field. Now there. maybe you didn't like them, but they were out there. Um. So I mean that is what it is. Tear tart. Lesson. You cut the guy. In the middle of the year, clearly something happened. Why can't you address that's, that's, it? That's that's probably that was my number one. Yeah, thing. you can't address it right like, now. Why? Like, what? What do you need to wait? For I mean, the end of the you, why? Why are we waiting to the you, end of the season? You made the decision now, and, Mike. And the answer, the answer to why they were going to wait to the end of the season, because they don't want to talk about well, it now, tough. and they don't have to talk about it. You now. cut him in the middle of the season. They don't well, want actually, to talk about. You cut him in week fifteen. You know, I, mean, I don't want to talk about. It. Well, I don't want to talk about. It. I don't want to talk about. It. We'll talk about it later. No, nobody wants to. Nobody gives a damn. Are you talking about it in a month and a half from now? Like, yeah, I know. Which the, is which is why we're going to talk about it then. I know, but the, the decision <laughs> now was made. Okay, yeah. So just look. You don't have to get into fine details. Just say, hey, you know, we're we're looking for buy-in around here, and we're looking for you know, we didn't feel like or he we didn't feel like he no he no longer gave us the best opportunity. To win, or we want to see some younger, whatever you come up with. I don't know. I don't care how you phrase it or frame it or what you say. Obviously, nobody's expecting you to get any juicy details. We all know that there's a clear, there was a clear disconnect yeah. with you and maybe even players with Tierra Tart. Because if you remember Jeffrey Simmons about a month ago, or whenever I don't know the exact time frame when they went into the bye week. Sure, Big Jeff said, "I guess we're about to find out who wants to be here and who doesn't want to be here." Yeah, and a lot of people were wondering if that was Tierra Tart, 
And maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But all I do know is a month later, he's been cut. Yeah. A starter. Yeah. Cut. So clearly it's bad. Yeah. So, Rabel, you've been doing this six years, man. You're the head coach. You made the decision. So what? Okay. So you say something. Yeah, Just, you don't want to talk about But, you know, we'll talk about the end of the year. Nobody cares. Now, you made the decision now. Then why do you just wait till the end of the year to cut him? Why'd you do it now? Listen, and, and I told you this was going to happen last week when they made the decision. And they, you know, why did they announce it? They don't want to talk about it. And then no, I don't think anyone asked yesterday about it. He got one question about it today. They don't want to talk about it. And that's it. And, and you know, unfortunately, that's just the, you know, and at some point, at some point, Darren, we'll get a chance to speak to the, the powers that be and we'll get a chance to, to ask them about it. Next time we can talk to Rand Carthen, if we get a chance to talk to Rand, we can ask Rand about it. Like, what happened with T.R. Tart? Why isn't T.R. Tart on the football team? You know, what, what, why'd you cut him in week 15? What, you know, what happened with the, with the other linebacker that you cut? Monty Rice. Monty Rice. What happened with Monty Rice? Why'd you cut him? Why are you cutting healthy people? This football team, which has been my main point about this whole episode, this football team has had a problem keeping people healthy. Now they're cutting healthy players in the middle of the football season. Okay. I, I, I mean, you must have really decided that this guy wasn't a good fit or whatever. Just come out and say so. All right, but they don't want to do that. Last but not least, uh, Derek Henry. And by the way, what's wrong with that? If they weren't bought in, then just say it. Just say we're looking for people who, you know, are bought in. It doesn't deliver the message that they want to deliver, apparently. That's why they're not saying it. Because that's not the message. I'm not what message do they want to deliver? I don't know. But apparently that's not it. So I I, I don't know, Darren. I don't know why they won't I don't know why they won't do a lot of things. Uh, but here's the deal. Then I hope people keep asking. This is what look, when Ken Wisenhunt was the coach here. A lot of people in this town who have been listening mm-hmm. remember that interview. I remember it well. And it was who was the linebacker from UCLA? Was it Hakeem Ayers? Hakeem Ayers, yeah. yeah. Remember? Yeah. And he was sure. whatever. There was same deal. Stuff was going on. Like he's he's inactive. He's a healthy, inactive. Like there was clearly stuff going on. And he came on the radio show and I asked him about Hakeem Ayers. Like what, you know. I don't remember how I phrased it. Like, what's, you know, what what do you need to see him? What why is, you know, he been a healthy scratch or whatever? Or I, actually, I didn't phrase it that way. But he was just like, he acted like nothing. There's nothing to see here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I followed up with, well, there's clearly something going on because you've had injuries at linebacker, and he's a healthy scratch. He's a healthy inactive. So. There's clearly something going on want to talk about. that you want to talk about. Again, what, why do these coaches want to make it worse? Just say something, and then it'll stop. But I hope, in this case, even though I thought there were some pretty stupid questions in this press conference <laughs> today, just this market, you know, I not get a lot of the, a lot of these, especially younger ones, they're looking to make a name for themselves. They're trying say, to bait the coach. Yeah, to, thank you, Darren. I was going to say, a lot of this, the, guys. They're just and, trying to click and, and listen, Darren and I are the two old heads here. We're the, we're the you know, this is the segment where we sound like the two old men yelling on the lawn a little bit. They're trying to bait Coach Vrabel into saying something 
that they can use on social media or on their websites or on whatever. That's what they're trying to do so they can take credit for it as well, by sure, the way. And, they, and so everybody they, talk about your So they question. can play themselves yes. asking the question Correct. that got the reaction. That's the game that's being played here. Yeah. So why would you ask Coach that? Because they're trying to get Mike Vrabel to fly off the handle. That's what they're that's what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So and Coach Vrabel, to his credit, hasn't taken the bait too often here. So, and, and you know, the, they set the traps for him yesterday or this morning or earlier today. And he didn't, you know, he wasn't falling for it like he hasn't as of late most of the year. He, he I don't know if he does yoga or whatever he does. He, he prepares himself and he goes in there and he just like, yeah, whatever y'all coming in here with, I'm not falling for it. So there were some dumb questions, but I hope they stay on the tier tart thing until he gets sick of it and is forced to answer it because you – he should be forced to say something. Like, don't give us this crap of we'll wait till the end of the year. Like, that's baloney. Like, you moved on. Just say something. Something clearly happened. What was it? You Just say he was about to become a free agent. We weren't going to bring him back, so we decided just to move on now and start finding the next guy. Okay, then say that. Say something. But this whole let's wait till the end of the year I hope they keep personnel decisions. I hope they keep getting badgered about Tierra Tart. They make personnel decisions every week. So, you know, why not talk about the personnel decisions that they do make? But we're excited about the guys who are here. All right. Right. Yeah. Um, Well, great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll uh, we'll take another break. We'll come back, continue to talk about uh, things that took place in the 1916 overtime loss to the Houston Texans. 615-844. 5600 as you listen to the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Fill the halls with shouts of winning. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be giving. Fa la 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 la. Instant games to friends and family. Fa la 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 la. Join the joyous cash prize carol. Fa la 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 la. With top prizes up to $500,000, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one 
500 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800 6490142 Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. For this afternoon, we'll have a sunny to partly cloudy sky with a high of 46. Mainly clear and cold tonight, the low 20. Tuesday, sunny, high 42. Sunny Wednesday. Utilizing the resources of the Motherland Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. 615-844-5600. At about 320, we'll talk to our man Vince Ferrara, 99.1, the sports animal, in Knoxville. He's actually down in Florida awaiting Tennessee's bowl game against Iowa. He's just sitting around staring at the wall waiting for kickoff. Sitting around Florida. Nah, he's actually with his family. Who's down in Tampa? Okay, he's down in the Tampa area. So Not he's, bad. He's chilling, man. Not bad. Just taking some time, much needed time off. Rightfully so. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Darren and Justin here live in the Strike Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Don't forget, every day you can watch the show as well on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Let's go to Doug. Doug, what's up? Hey, happy holidays, to you guys. Same to you getting close to Christmas, but what I saw yesterday, uh, we always talk about, have you been naughty or nice? That was not a nice game to watch yesterday. And, and my my whole take was, what can you expect when you had one offensive touchdown in the first half, and then the defense helped you out, and you came up nada in the second half? You didn't yep. score a thing. Nope. Nothing. And, and, and Honk, every, any way that, that you tried, any way you tried, you tried to you tried to get one with Derek. You tried to get one passing. You tried to get one running the quarterback. Your defense didn't get a stop. You came up completely empty in the second half, and that's been the theme for how many games can we say now? So, you know, I kind of thought, you know, I, I'm getting used to it by now, and that's not a good thing. So something's got to change. What the something is, it's multiple things. I'm even looking at the defensive backs. When that running back takes off, you figure that your backside are your fastest guys. We couldn't even catch him. We can't catch a running back with our defensive backs. What does that tell you? We're slow. That's the saving grace. Safety is because it's called safety for a reason. He's the safety valve that stops a touchdown. What the coach always told me, he said, you're the last line of defense. And what did we do? 
How much did he hit us for? 130 yards rushing? And some of it was in the in the backfield. He, he just running through the line. So it's just, there's holes, so many holes everywhere. It looks like Swiss cheese. But I, yeah, I, they got I, lots I, of problems. There's no doubt about that. It's not a one draft pick, so people no. be prepared. Not a one. I've, I've done said it, and I'll say it on on the show. They will go into the new stadium without a winning record. I'll hang up and listen, fellas. All right, Thanks Doug. So thank you. Um, I mean, that's twenty twenty seven, man. Gosh, there's so. I mean, of, we're we're we're, we're a long way away from twenty twenty seven. A lot of football to be played. There's about three guys on the roster who will still be there in twenty twenty seven. Yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah, so it'll be it'll it'll definitely be a new look. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, by the way, did uh, here's something that just stood out to me yesterday. Did you feel like Derrick Henry was saying goodbye? Because that's what it felt like to me. I felt like, Der- and I know he was <laughs> asked, but he answered it very honestly, and I appreciate that. But I would expect nothing less from Derrick Henry. But it felt like a goodbye. I hope so. I mean, it, it, did I feel like a goodbye? I'm not really sure. Derek, is, well, I mean. Why do you say I hope so? Well, because it's time. L- listen, again, <laughs> we, we've been through this, and, 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 it's, and it's sad, but it's true. We have been through the long goodbye with Eddie George. We have been through the long goodbye with Chris Johnson. And, and now we're going through the long goodbye with, with Derek Henry. Uh, and I'm sorry, it happens. The heyday comes and then it goes and then you know we hate to see it come to an end and we all feel romantic about the times in which you know it was good and everything was but it's you know it's just over and and that's okay that's okay it makes room for the next thing um whatever that will be um and what you know and it's it's all right, but no, it's not going to be like it was before. the The days of two thousand yards or two hundred yard games and all of that, and the stiff arms. And listen, hold on to those memories, okay? We've got it on tape. We've got it in beautiful high definition. The good news is we can run it back from now through eternity. It'll always be there. We can watch CJ two K highlights right now. I've got good news. We can pop them in. They're on YouTube for days. We can watch him and remember how fast CJ2K was. We can watch Eddie George run up and down the field like it was yesterday all over video. Same thing with with Derrick Henry. Hold on to the memories, everybody. It just cannot last. And this has run its course. I just don't know how much of it is Derrick Henry starting to – Derrick Henry has lost a step and he's doing what we've seen other running backs do in their career – or this team is just so bad in front of him that it's more an indictment on the team and not him. It, I don't know the answer to that. It's bad and predictable. It's it's the double whammy. It's bad and predictable. Do you realize like every time he touched the ball yeah. yesterday, he was starting behind the line of scrimmage? Yeah. Like getting hit. Yeah. Like, not starting. I know that. Getting hit. Yeah. Behind the line of scrimmage every time. Bad and predictable. Both. Like he's not even at three yards down the field before he's getting hit. Or two yards. Or even a yard past the line of scrimmage before he gets hit. No, he's getting hit before he gets to the line of scrimmage every time. Can't block for him. They can't block for him. That's what I'm saying. They can't get him going. I don't know. I don't know what the... Is it 
is it truly this is just what happens? We, you know, we've seen it in football our whole lives. Like the, he's the guy that's, you know, the 30 year old running back. He's getting to 30 and then things just start slowing down and he's hitting that proverbial wall. And, you know, it well. just, it, you, the running back dies the slow career death and he's got like a season or two and it's over just like that. This is over for him here. Again, no one in the NFL is going to bring Derrick Henry in and give him the ball 22 to 25 times a game because that's what you need in order for him to be effective. Now, I, you know, unless somebody shows me different, if somebody, if, he, if somebody can show me somewhere he can go and be effective with 12 touches a game, I welcome that. Yeah, I want to see that. Happen. I want to see that. Yep. But, you know, he needs 22 to 25 touches a game to be effective. Who's going to do that in today's NFL? I don't know a single team who's going to do that. And then now that single team includes the Titans. They're not doing it either. So if you're not going to do that, then why is he on the roster? 16 carries yesterday for nine yards. 16 predictable carries. 16 first down carries yeah. for nine yeah. yards. Predictable. Well, it, it felt Predictable. Like, it, it was felt never like it was they were never off balance. No. Never. No. They knew he was they getting the ball every coming. single time. I know. And there was That's what I'm saying, Justin. Like how do you like I don't know if it's really him. Like I don't know if it's him or really it's about all the ineptitude in front of him. It doesn't matter. And on the sidelines with the coaches. Sadly it doesn't matter. All right, uh, Eric in Columbia, we'll come back and wrap up the first hour with you next. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Hey, this is Darren. And this is Justin. And we are the McFarland weekdays from 2 until 4 p.m. And we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Hey, this is Damon Keene, producer for the McFarland Show, and I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, along with Pat Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogan, the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show, all of us wishing everybody the best of holiday seasons and even better 2024. 2023 was a great year. We're looking forward to more fun in 2024, and we thank you for your loyal listenership. We love the interaction. Keep the phone calls coming. Indeed. Holidays are about family. We consider our listeners very much a part of our family. Thank you for listening, and all the best during this holiday season from the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. I'm Joe Fisher from the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week. From our family at WNSR to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and a Happy New Year. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. The Locksmith Company, our full service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing, needs call today for a free estimate or 24 7 emergency service at 931-801-5427 931-801-5427 and also visit the lsco.com the locksmith company is looking forward to seeing you this is the grant fogue and john burton show Derek Henry's next. yeah i think this is the first of uh several moves i i, I do yeah. i think the titans realize where they are i think it's a reality check and i think there could be more moves i really do you wake up one morning you realize it's time to do some different things here i think that's what it is so i don't think they're done dealing greg folk and news channel 5's john burton wnsr nashville sports radio Text the Strike and Spare studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Or call that number like Eric did down in Columbia. Eric, what's up? Afternoon, guys. How you guys doing? Great. Good. 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 Uh, well, uh, Alice Rose, uh, Greg's granddaughter, has she arrived yet? Y'all heard anything? Or I have not heard anything on not. that front. I know he was not with John and Patton this morning. I don't right. know. Right. I know it was delayed. He told me on Friday that I guess it was supposed to happen then, but I guess it got pushed uh, yesterday or today. I haven't heard the uh-huh. latest, so I don't know. I have not either. Greg. Greg got the dates confused the other day. He thought it was Thursday the other day, and it was Wednesday, really. And he said, oh, she'll be born tomorrow. And his wife texted him later on in, uh, earlier, later on in the show and said, it'll be Friday, dumbass. <laughs> he just wanted days off. <laughs> exactly. That's it. <laughs> no, we'll find uh, out. I just want – what's that? I said, we'll find we'll out. Find out. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, I pray uh, it's going to be a – Smooth and uh, good delivery of mama and baby is going to be okay and everything. Yes, sir. without question. Yep. Yes. Um, just uh, one thing, a couple things I want to get in with you guys. Um, so I, I'm not. I can't remember if it was both you guys that said you thought Derek Henry was saying goodbye. Um, I don't. I or if it's just you, Darren. I don't necessarily agree with that take. I think Derek will be back next year. I think they'll figure a way to bring him back. And it'll kind of be like what Zeke Elliott and um, uh, Pollard was doing in Dallas there for a little bit. I don't know how long he'll be brought back for, but maybe like a one, two-year deal I think he'll be back for. Um, and then I think Hop is going to come back next year, too, to help out Levis. Well, Hop's um, under contract. Right. He's had yeah, a two-year deal. He's under contract so. for two years, but there's been rumors about trades and nah. – him going off into the sunset or somewhere <laughs> to another team. Or, but, yeah, well, good luck. Well, just, good luck with your rookie, your quarterback getting rid of his favorite target. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and um, uh, one thing I don't agree with what Doug said either. Um, I don't think that it's going to be 2027 before we're, we're going to have a winning record. I think we'll have 
I think we'll start to get back. Ram was just seeing what he had this year. Brave said he could win with this team, and he couldn't. Um, it was inexcusable what Brave said yesterday that, you know, we've ran the ball and we've had success with it. Well, no, you're the head coach. You're supposed to figure out uh, how to win that game because it, the running the ball wasn't working. So yeah. you had plenty of opportunities to win that game. So you can't blame it on the refs. You can't blame it on the calls. All you can do is blame it on the offensive calling and, and Braves sticking by that and uh, doubled down on that. Yep. And Eric, Eric, we got to go, man. Thank you for the call as always, man. Uh, that's going to do it for this hour. We'll continue the discussion on the other side. We can talk about what Eric just brought up. Oh, that, that was good. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk to Vince at about 3.20. Hour number two of the McFarland Show. Coming up next. Five sixty AM, ninety five nine FM, Brentwood, Nashville, one zero seven nine FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first twenty four hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Daria Aldinger. More than half a million customers in the Northeast and New England are without power from a storm with flooding rain and damaging wind, which rolled up the East Coast. The U.N. Security Council could vote as soon as today on a resolution to demand Israel and Hamas allow aid to get into Gaza. So how will the U.S. vote? We are always trying to get to a place where there's language that we agree with, that other Security Council members uh, agree with. But Right now, when we're in the middle of the negotiation process, I wouldn't want to speculate. State Department spokesman Matthew Miller, mortgage giant Mr. Cooper, says almost all current and former customers were impacted by a data breach which stole sensitive information. Time's running out on Congress to come up with a supplemental funding package for Israel and Ukraine before the end of the year. Actor Jonathan Majors has been convicted on account of assault and account of harassment and the assault of an ex-girlfriend, but he was acquitted on other charges. This is ABC News. Hey, you. The one on the couch who just told your friend you can't go out because you're busy? Ready to get real about your psoriasis? When your current treatments don't do enough to help control the inflammation beneath the skin, causing plaques and pain, stressing and scratching, it's time to stop hiding and get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Twas the yikes before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring except Larry. See, the stockings weren't hung by the chimney with care because Larry's wallet was empty with no time to spare. So he went to Jackson Hewitt for a holiday loan, got money so fast he rejoiced and went home. Avoid the yikes before Christmas. Go to Jackson Hewitt before it's too late. Get up to a thousand bucks fast minus the wait. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the Heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its growler filling station. City Slickers also sells mixers, soda, 
sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, I that. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the McFarland Show here on this Monday afternoon, rolling right along. Darren and Justin here with you. We are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Vince Ferrara will join us down in Florida in about 15 minutes. The NFL has told DeMonte Casey mm-hmm. that he is suspended for the remainder of the season. Thanks he, for playing. He is, uh, with, of course, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was a naughty boy on Saturday night against the Colts. And this, uh, the league has said he has been suspended without pay for the remainder of the regular season and any potential postseason games for repeated violations of playing rules intended to protect the health and safety of players. Okay. So he has been, again, a naughty boy. So Jeez. a player the Steelers. Uh, he was the one who delivered the hit on Michael Pittman Jr., right? It was pretty scary, yes. by the way. Yes. Yes. And uh, he actually got up. I was I was surprised. I was like, ruh That's not good. <laughs> no. But um, I think I haven't heard the latest on Pittman, but it was either. a lot more so, encouraging than I thought. Yeah, it didn't seem to be as bad as it looked um, at last, at last report. It certainly looked bad. It did look bad. So DeMonte, DeMonte Casey uh, is done this season for the Steelers. Okay. So, and by the way, did you agree with, with Eric in Columbia saying that he thinks that Derrick Henry kind of do the whole Pollard, no. Zeke Elliott? <laughs> yeah, I watched that last year no. for the Cowboys, and that's not a good thing no. to have. No, I don't. I, I yeah, don't. Th- was, I, I think they're going to do. You heard me say many yeah. times, like Ezekiel Elliott, like he's done. I, I think they're going to do the hard thing, and it's going to be the hard thing because it's going to be a PR hit. Um, because you know Derrick Henry's everyone's favorite, everyone's favorite player. Um, there's a lot of 22 jerseys in town for good reason, for excellent reasons. Um, but I think they're going to do the hard thing and move on entirely. Um, because I think that's what's best for the football team. Uh, and I don't know how anyone makes an argument uh, that it's not better for the football team for Derrick Henry to remain here. Um, unless, again, you're going to run the team through Derrick Henry. If you're done running the team through Derrick Henry, I don't know how else he survives. I don't know how he survives as a supplemental player. 
And if somebody wants to call and make the case to me how Derrick Henry survives on this team as a supplemental player, please, I'm listening. I'm wondering, how does it work? What does it look like? Because I don't see a way for it to go. Either he's going to be the offense or he's not. Or he's going to be exactly what you see. That's that's the way I see it. No offense, because I I, I really don't want him to go. But I, I, this, I, this ain't about want. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I think that you know, if I'm being honest, he should go. Like if I were him, like why would why would you want to? Why would you trust right now this franchise to get it right in front of him? They they haven't. Think about it. Mm. The last two years, the offensive line has been a disaster. A disaster mm, yeah, yeah. of epic proportions. So, are they? Is year is next year going to be that? That's the year and everything gets right. I don't know. Maybe I guess, but I mean, mm. what proof is there of that? Basically, every dart they've thrown at the offensive line, for the most part, for right now, and working now. Skaronsky, by the way, he, oof, yesterday, oof. Now, to his credit. He took ownership. I mean, he took ownership and stood up and was like, you know, I, I, I got to be better than that. Like that's, he knew it. Like I, I appreciate that about him. He's yeah. like, basically, I, I was, I'm paraphrasing. I was crap. I, I got to work harder. Like I, I got to get better. Duncan didn't look much. That left side looked mm. atrocious. Mm. And how many times have we said the left side has looked atrocious when it comes to this offensive line here in the last two and a half years? Yeah. Like with, pretty regularly with different people, with different people, you know. I mean, I what what is what are they doing at center again? What are they doing at center? What are they going to do on the right side? Like what? What? I, I don't know. How do you fix? I mean, I mean, it, it, it's left tackle. Like Skaronsky's not going anywhere. They spent a no. first round pick on him, but Duncan's a sixth round pick. Like he, you know, they don't, you don't, well, they don't owe him anything. He's a sixth round pick and playing in a position where he. You're already pl- you're paying a guy a lot of money who's not playing, by the way, and Andre Dillard, who was brought in to play no. that position, who has not worked out no. at all. Dillard and Daly have been. <laughs> you talking about swings and, and misses I mean, uh, so at left tackle? Dennis Daly was a a rehab assignment essentially after Taylor Lewan got hurt last year, and you went. To the scrap heap, you went off the no, street. No, you no, know, no, the practice no, no, squad no, that's guy. not true. What, what? They traded for Dennis Daly. Yeah, but he was a practice. Wasn't he on a practice squad elsewhere for Carolina? He wasn't like they. He no. wasn't starting for the Panthers, was he? They gave up something. They traded yeah, yeah, but for just him because they gave up something for him. Doesn't mean he was playing big time for the Panthers. Was he? Was he starting for the Panthers last year when they traded for him? Was he like I, a? I don't know. You said they got him off the scrap heap. I'm telling you, they traded for him. Well. They, they, they traded that for means his they rights. gave Carolina something for him. No, they, All right. they didn't trade for the rights. They gave them a draft I pick. I understand what you're saying. I, I understand. And that, and that's fine. And, and I, okay, that's fine. I mean, I'll look it up. I understand. Nah, I got you. I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying. They're two very different things. Dennis Daly coming in as a backup player from the Carolina Panthers uh, versus Andre Dillard, who was a first-round pick of the Eagles, who was playing in a backup position with Philadelphia, but but had a much higher pedigree than Dennis Daly did, and also has not looked well. So the questions could be, well, what's what's the offensive line coach doing? What's happening over there? 
What's the personnel department looking like? Why are they picking the people that they are? What's going on with that? Do they need to invest more in the offensive line, either more money, or is there a better uh, fleet of offensive linemen to pick from this time around? What's what's going to happen? Because the offensive line's got to get fixed, and the question is, how do you fix it? Do you fix it through the draft? Do you fix it through free agency? Do you fix it through both? The 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 Titans fans in my circle were literally having this debate yesterday. Do you want to spend a high pick on a wide receiver, or do you want to spend a high pick on an offensive lineman? And so crazy, it's the exact same conversation we were having last year. <laughs> A year ago, Titans fans were discussing, do you want to draft a wide receiver or do you want to draft an offensive lineman? A year ago. And now we circle back around and the same conversation is being had. They traded a fifth-round pick for Dennis Taylor. Okay. That's a fifth-round pick. I mean, that's a guy they shouldn't have given a bag of footballs to. I understand. I understand your point. So that's... that makes things that compounds things even worse. If you if you picked him up off the scrap heap and you did not, you just acquired him. You just said, "Hey, we'll we'll take you, Uber driver Dennis Daly or DoorDash driver Dennis Daly." Fine, yeah. You swung him in, but you actually gave up a fifth round pick for him, and then you brought in Dillard and you paid him. Yeah, what they give Dillard? I think three years, twenty nine million. Yeah. I think <laughs> those are two really, really bad misses. I mean, and and these, well, what it shows is how bad the offensive line pool. I is understand right now. they were desperate. I they get were. It. That's but, why you traded a fifth round for Dennis Daly. But that's apparently. making my point. Yeah. Well, how do you? How is there any more? How is there any proof that they're going to get this a whole lot better for Derrick Henry? So why would you want to stay? Well, you, you want to stay because of the, I, I guess his the, the legacy or whatever it is that's built up here. But if you want to win now, and 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 that's my other thing about this, and I'm glad you brought me back around to this. Derrick Henry is the win now guy. This team is not in a win now mode, uh, and and the same thing no. is, and the same thing is going to be said for another guy. And I'm going to hurt some feelings out here when I say this, but another person who's running up on a free agency deal. Is is Autry, Denico Autry, Denico Autry is a win now player. Mm-hmm. He is in not the he's in the prime and really the tail end of the prime of his career. He doesn't need to be with the Titans next year. The Titans should not bring him back. No, they should not because they should they should invest that money into a younger player with more prime years ahead of him than Dennis uh, than uh, Denico Autry has. Uh, there's a team out there who needs to invest in Danico Autry, and it's a team that's on the verge of winning right now that is a player. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars should go get Danico Autry. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Pick another team that's on that's that's on Cincinnati the, Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals should go get Danico Autry. Reader just got hurt. Uh, Isn't he a free agent? I think so. I think he's a free agent. They should get the, the players or organizations who are in a win now mode. Are the guys okay. who should get Danico Autry? So I'm glad you brought this up. Same thing with Derek Henry. So you, we've talked about them trying to figure out what they're trying to do on offense and what they are. So it sounds oh. to me like this team needs to do some soul searching 
in the offseason and get in a room and probably lock the doors and not come out until they come up with some type of resolution. Because this is the way I see it, Justin. They seem to be very confused on their direction. Remember, this team was not punting on this season at all. They brought back Derrick Henry. They went and got DeAndre Hopkins and paid him. Mm-hmm. They brought back Ryan Tannehill. Oh, yeah. They they were not Kevin Byard, we all know. Oh, no. They, they were not punting on this oh, season. No. They weren't halfway on this season. No. So they and were then, going for it. And we've talked about the offense. Like, what are you trying to accomplish? Like, uh, no, what are you no, doing? That, I, so <laughs> they got some things they need. That's the point. They got some things they need to figure out. Like, what are you? I don't know what they've been doing on offense what, all year. So we know you're going to bring back Will Levis. Like, we got yes, all that. That's He's QB1. So. What are you doing? Like, what is your game plan? What What are you viewing next year as? What is it? Is that your rebuild? Is that you? Are you Are you building? What is your goal? Twenty twenty seven when you go in the new stadium, like you want to be hitting on all cylinders. You want to be a contender. What What is your goal? Is it next year? Is it the year after that? Like, what What are you trying to accomplish? That's what they need to figure out because right now they are drifting into no man's land. That's where they're they're drifting into the abyss because we don't you're a rudderless mm. ship. You don't know what you are. I what are you trying to accomplish on offense? What are you trying to do as an organization? I don't think they're drifting into the abyss as long as they've identified who their quarterback is going to be. Teams without quarterbacks to me are the teams drifting into an abyss. Yeah, but you don't know if the quarterback is good enough. Well, Yes, I, I would agree that I, that we don't know if the if the quarterback is good enough, but I, they have at least a foggy idea. They have a direction. They know who QB one is next year. They're not going into next year into the draft hoping to trip across the quarterback. Well, I understand, but they have gone with Jake Locker and Vince Young and Marcus Mariota and quarterbacks yeah. here, and that's our guy. Didn't mean it was he was good enough. No, it doesn't mean he's good that's enough. What I'm saying we don't know if Will Levis is. Good enough, but they truly. do. But they do have a direction because there have been years where they had. Well, you didn't know. Well, you really didn't know who was going to be quarterback going on next year. And, and now we do. We actually do know who the quarterback is next year. Now, now whether or not he's good enough to carry the team is something different. And that and that's something they need to find out. Which is what I would like them to do is run the team through Will Levis. However, it is clear that the offensive line currently is good enough to run the team through Will Levis. Or or basically do or anything, anything else, yeah. So and that's going to be and that's going to be your biggest issue, which is why they've got to fix it. And then brings us back around to the other question: Is well, how do they fix it? How do you fix? It? You got a hundred million dollars. What are you going to do? And and draft picks. What are you going to do to address offensive line? And how do you how do you do it? Um, I think yesterday was a necessary loss um, because yesterday I think is a situation that lends the team to a situation where it needs to be burned down and not saved. Yesterday, a win yesterday saves the team but they have from the be- inevitable that we know is coming anyway. I agree with you, but that's what I'm getting at. They have to be in a room, and they have to agree on that. You know, see, like, I don't know if they're on board with that. With like, what? I agree with what you just said. With what? Which, which part of that? You just said, you basically just said, hey, you need a high draft pick. You need to burn it down. You just get rid of Danique Washington. Skin all, get rid of all the fat. Trim all the fat and start over. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. But the question is, do are they do they believe that? Do what is their approach? Well, I think the choice has been made for them now. The the 
how could you salvage? So, uh, how is this team honestly going to bring back Denico Autry and Derek Henry? How do they do that? Justin, they lost seven in a row to end last year, didn't make the playoffs, and were going the wrong direction and went for it this year. There's a kick. Well, they had Ryan Tan, they had a really expensive contract on their hands last year. I understand. Year. A lot so of dead money. They had a lot of dead money, so they decided to run it out there. And by the way, the QB of the future was not on the roster last year either when they made that decision, so they didn't know what they were doing, so they didn't want to come into the season with the uncertainty. They didn't believe in Malik Willis. I understand why they did what they did last year. I really do. It, it was worth one more because they had Henry and uh, Tannehill both under contract for one more year. It made sense to me why they did what they did. This year, next year rather, they've got no such promises. Henry's out of time. Tannehill's out of time. What, what, Danico Archery's out of time. There is no reason. How, how do you justify bringing these guys back? To do what? To, do, to make one more run at what? You can't. So why would you keep Big Jeff? Under that, well, I, mean, oh, I know oh, no, no. Big Jeff is is younger than all of those guys. Big Jeff, okay. Big Jeff is, is much younger than all. What, what, what is Jeff. Autry? Autry's what? Mm, I have to look at. It. But Autry's, I think, is a little bit older than than that bunch. Uh, but Big Jeff is what year four for Big Jeff? Um, well, he was drafted here. So when was the draft here? Two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So yeah, year, year four, year four or five. Yeah. But you know. It's not. It's not a situation where you know he's got a lot more years in front of him. Big Jeff does. Yeah, Danico Archery's thirty three. Oh, is he that old? Yeah, I didn't realize he was thirty three. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, Danico Archery's thirty three. Late twenties. Okay. No. Well, he's playing like he's in his late twenties. Well, yeah. <laughs> sure, he certainly is. <laughs> but no, he's okay. He's thirty three years old. All right. I mean, that makes sense then. Okay. Yeah. His first year was two thousand fourteen with the Oakland Raiders. Okay. He's having a heck of a year. Good for him. We'll come back. We'll uh, catch up with our man Vince Ferrara, and we will do that next. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. Granger presents the ones who get it done as the college football season progresses. The excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com or just stop on by. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. 
The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hmm, this is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. 615-844-5600. We're live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio on this Monday afternoon. Kyle McCord is leaving Ohio State. He jumped in the portal right after their season, well, regular season was over. And he is going to oh, Syracuse. The Orangemen. Yeah. Not not the Vols. No, no different orange. Yeah. Different kind of orange. Different orange. Let's go down to Florida. He's already waiting. He's so eager. He's already waiting for the Cheez It Bowl. Where the Hawkeyes and the Vols will play. Uh Vince Ferrar down in Tampa. Vinny, how we doing? Good. Thankfully I got the best cooking in the world to help buy my time to get to the free cheeses in the in the cheeses citrus bowl in Orlando, but I'm doing great. Hope you guys are. Yeah, that food uh, you're getting uh, is going to be much better than what you'll get in the press box at that bowl game. Much much better. <laughs> I can promise you that. Th- thankfully, with experience in press box food, I don't have like unrealistic expectations. It's kind of like it's free, so I'm going to hush. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, uh, it'll be, uh, it'll be all good either way, but, uh, good to join you guys from Tampa, Florida. Yes. Uh, Venny with 991, the sports animal there in Knoxville. So how many players does Lane Kiffin plan on suiting up next year at Ole Miss? What's his roster going to be constructed? Do they have a limit of how many kids he can suit up on the sidelines? <laughs> he, he's Mr. Portal. Um, for I'll a guy take you. I'll take you. Yes, right. you. Come on. You got a brother? Okay, come on. Let's go. You got a friend? It's, Let's go. Come on. He he's he's Oprah looking at the <laughs> room of the transfer portal guy sitting in chairs, just anxiously awaiting to be selected by Lane Kiffin. 
Uh, yeah, I haven't seen if they landed Walter Nolan. There's some that are making predictions for that uh, as of yesterday. Of course, a kid that played in Knoxville for a year at Powell High School before signing with Texas A&M, a five-star. And, um, I mean, you know, he is a talent regardless of what you think of him. You know, he is one of those guys. Not everybody is, but one of those guys that uh, seems to be, hey, tell me what NIL offers I have and then I'll make a decision. Some guys, it's a part of the equation. Other guys, that's what they're looking for. They're looking to cash out. And um, and so even if he takes that route or if that's the, the route for him, if they land him, I mean, they may they may add, at least with Tennessee's guys and Tyler Barron and Tamir and McDonald, I'm guessing both of those guys will start for them. And if they were to land Walter Nolan, you will likely have the number one transfer portal class and then three starters off of it on a defense that made some improvements this year but needs to get better, similar to Tennessee. Tennessee made improvements in the portal, needs to get better. Mm. They landed the, the top tight end in the portal, is that correct? Yeah, uh, real quick, I'll tell you about that in a second, but I forgot to mention, speaking of landed, I don't know if you guys saw the Lane Kiffin tweet with – Barron and McDonald coming to uh, to Oxford from Tennessee. Lane Kiffin tweeted uh, a couple of shark emojis with a small plane, a Tennessee plane, <laughs> small plane with a Tennessee logo on it, basically saying that they used the Tennessee plane to bring those guys and shipping them to Oxford. So a troll, a dig, uh, just playful tweet, however you want to look at it, but that was noted by Tennessee fans, shockingly enough. Mm. But, uh, yeah, uh, Holton stays, the number one transfer portal tight end. Uh, the, the likes of Georgia, Oklahoma, Washington, all were beaten out by Tennessee for Holton stays. He is he, he's a big-time talent. Similar in some ways, McCallum Castles talked to the media today, and he actually – uh, said that hey, it's a little bit of a different. It's a little bit of a similar situation. He didn't do a ton of blocking. He was more of a pass catcher there at Notre Dame. He's going to have to learn that aspect of it, but it will help him become a more complete tight end for the next level. You, you got to utilize that pass catching, and they're losing their top two tight ends in Castles and Jacob Warren. They only have two roster tight ends, Tennessee, prior to Stays coming uh, coming in. And, uh, and he'll be coming in, I guess, soon. But you know, they have Ethan Davis, who was a high four-star from last year, and then Emmanuel Okoye, who was a kid from the NFL Academy uh, in London. And, um, and that's it. And he's a super raw talent. Those are the only two scholarship tight ends. So it's a huge priority in recruiting. So to land the number one guy at your number one priority position, that, that's a nice get for Tennessee. And then the other addition they've had is actually someone that you guys are – uh, familiar with there in the midstate and Jacoby Thomas, the safety from Middle Tennessee. So those have been the the two portal entries that I've seen so far for Tennessee. What'd you think of their schedule for 2024? It was, uh, you know, to me, it, it was middle of the pack to bottom of the S, bottom half of the SEC in terms of strength. It's it's maybe a little bit more on the uh, it, it's. I would lean in more, not easy, because there is no really easy outside of 
Missouri has the lightest schedule, and that's not easy. But I, I, I thought it was kind of in that general middle of the pack. There, there's not consecutive top ten games there for them. There are difficult teams on their schedule, but they're it's sort of spaced out once you start thinking about it. I also looked through to see who teams were playing the week before Tennessee. And there are some challenges there for some teams, but there's not a great disadvantage for Tennessee because they don't have gauntlet stretches to where maybe you play somebody and you might be weakened for those opponents. So when you take all those factors into the equation, I think it was a little bit more difficult on paper than last year, but then, than this past year, but this past season ended up being tougher than we thought with Missouri being improved. Um, you know, I, I think I, I think they've had they've had rougher schedules. I think overall there wasn't an overreaction to it. I think they were just generally happy that Florida had the the hardest and the most the the biggest uh, brutal schedule of uh, of anyone in the SEC. Jalen Wright has decided to skip out and uh, head off to the uh, NFL. He's going to skip out on the uh, on the bowl game, which of course has become a common practice now across college football. Um, what kind of what kind of legacy does he leave behind here at, at Tennessee? Well, certainly he is. This year, it was I want to say the second highest yards per carry for a Tennessee running back in a long time. Hank Larcella, I think, might have been the highest per carry yardage for a certain amount of carries. He was the number one running back in yards per carry in the country this year and the number two overall player only behind Jaden Daniels, the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, and so for him to average 7.4 per carry and start two ball games with a house call, I, I, it's it's really impressive, and he, he became an all-around running back this year because it was a running back by committee. I, I think some wonder uh, if maybe he was underutilized. That won't, wouldn't have been the first time that Tennessee fans have wondered if a, a talented running back was underutilized at Tennessee. I see Alvin Kamara. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's a, little, it's a little different circumstances. I don't think they were crushing – Hi, Paul. I think there was the conversation that we all had, including me. I brought this up. Why can't you get two backs in the backfield and and utilize a couple of your best players at one time instead, especially when you have had rough stretches of the offense, instead of only playing one of your good group of running backs at one time. So, but he took advantage of his opportunities, dealt with injuries early in his career. He was healthier during the season this year. Um, and um, I think he's worked his way into probably a day two draft pick, and he was not that coming into the year. Who's that leave as a starter next year then, Vince? Well, depends on what Jabari Small does. I've not seen a decision on him. And uh, uh, he is a senior. He has the, the option to come back. My uh, anticipation would be that he would not come back. Uh, I, he's dealt with a ton of injuries when he has played, he's been effective. And, um, and so I, I don't know if it's the NFL and just saying, Hey, I got tread on my tires. Uh, I, I want to just give it a shot and see if, if somebody gives me a look and get going on it or if it's the portal. Um, but without Jalen Wright, there'll be an opportunity there. 
if he's not there, then Dylan Sampson would be your RB1 right now. Um, and then it just depends on the freshmen that come into the, into the signing class or, or through the portal. If Jabari Small decides not to come back, I think they'll be more active in the portal. See, the thing is, guys, is there's, there's more talent in the portal now, but it's not over with the portal after this window. There'll be a, a spring stretch where guys will hit the portal and uh, and I think that's where you will see a Tennessee potentially look to see if they can find the right perfect fit uh, at quarterback with them only having one scholarship quarterback right now in Nico Yamaliava and then one that's coming into bowl practices that you'll be, be a part of your signing class and four-star Jake Merklinger from Savannah, Georgia. That's still a very small QB room. But it's hard to bring in portal guys if you're not telling them uh, realistically that you're competing uh, for a starting spot. And that's not easy to do a running back either. Guys want to play also. So kind of a similar situation that may go to the spring before it kind of clears up a little bit. Who are the players uh, who are participating in bowl practice that have already signed uh, some of the, the, the players maybe we're not familiar with as of yet? Well, there, there's 10 guys and an 11th will come in and join them in the Orlando practices. But then a number of them are Merklinger, Boo Carter, who's from Bradley Central, who's an electric two-way player. We'll see where he starts, but probably in the secondary. Um, also, your five-star wide receiver, and Mike Matthews, they need elite talent at wide receiver. We saw this year when he took – Hooker and Hyatt out of the equation, difference makers. You need you need the quarterback, but you need a guy that can get open, that you can mismatch with, that will draw coverages, that will get open. They didn't have that level guy down in, down out that will I- impact defenses, and Matthews potentially can be that. They have two of the highest-rated offensive linemen that are coming in. There's more of them. Those guys aren't officially signed. They're allowed to participate in bowl practices before they've signed their national letter of intent. So that will happen. Uh, So yeah, there's 10 of them, not as big a group as last year when they had 16, but you know, it's just to get acclimated. It's not the be all end all guy guys. I, I talked about it. None of those guys really had major impacts of the freshmen that participated last year, but it does allow you to get more, a little bit more comfortable, you know, what to expect in practices and, Maybe you you can, depending on the kid, you can utilize more and and get uh, up and running more in the spring and in the in the in the fall. But it's more, I think, something that can be an advantage for transfers in or JUCO guys uh, among those groups. So um, it, it is a good group that's coming in that'll be a part of those practices. They they've already started practicing and they had some media avails today with Keenan Peely talking as well as McAllen Castles and Elijah Herring. Vince, uh, when I started covering the Music City Bowl uh, 20-something years ago, I remember a coach, and I cannot remember which one at the time, uh, but trying to explain to me and the rest of the assembled media how the practices for the bowl game were, in a lot of ways, much more valuable than the actual game itself. Uh, and I don't know if Tennessee uh, views it that way, but it seems like a lot of coaches do. Can, can you speak to that at all? Uh, I don't I, I, Josh Heupel's not going to say that the practices are more valuable than the game. <laughs> um, 
so, so <laughs> we can ask him that, but he's okay. not going to say that on record. I, I, I don't know that that's the case. I think, you know, maybe, maybe what they're trying to say is, look, we can impact a lot of players that won't get on the field and potentially get them better more so than in a game where you're not playing quite as many players. I see. So maybe you can kind of talk, you know, look at, at something like that in terms of which is more important. But you can't replicate game situations. Yes, they're exhibitions. Some guys are going to take advantage of it and get better. Other guys are going to flash, and then you'll never hear from them again, or it's their last game. So, you know, that that's that, that can work a lot of different ways. So, um, it, the and plus, what do you do with the practices? I mentioned last year, you know, it didn't vault any of the freshmen into playing time. So, was it more valuable than what we saw from some of the guys in the game? Eh. Uh, and plus, with the turnover today, Justin, with the rosters, mm, gosh, what, who, who they have in those bowl practices may not be, you know, who they have in the spring. Yeah. Guys will hit the portal in the spring, and so. It's just still going to be a lot of guys in flux, and um, so it's just a moving target. You just make the most of what you got, but no, I I wouldn't say more important. Real quick, let's end on, uh, I watched it. It was late, late game. What's that, 9 o'clock our time tip, 10 o'clock your time tip. Uh, I watched a good game. Uh, Tennessee held on to beat NC State. Good week for the Vols. Yeah, separated late in, uh, in winning that game over NC State, who had good guard play. And then DJ Burns, the one-time Tennessee volunteer that uh, had to leave when he was at Tennessee, wasn't just a, uh, hey, he decided to leave because of Rick Barnes or anything like that. Um, so he, he went to Winthrop and was a conference player of the year and now has been at NC State. And uh, he's effective. He's a good big. And, um, you know, that's a, a, a pretty decent NC State team that they beat. And they had their veterans. They were kind of called out by Rick Barnes and, you know, Vescovy and James and Ziegler. Uh, Barnes wanted more from those guys. And a couple of them did not play well at all against Georgia Southern, especially the second half, where they left Georgia Southern that game. It was a winless team. So that was kind of disappointing to a lot of people. But they bounced back, played better. The veterans led the way. Uh, if the veterans are good, you don't have to rely on connect every game. Uh, this team has a chance. They're still sort of finding themselves. But it was a good week. Moved up in the polls to eight and seven in the AP and the coaches poll. Seven is the highest all year. So, uh, so yeah, the light over the holidays, the Tarleton State this week, and Norfolk State January 2nd, and then it's on the, to conference play in early January. They have the highest Ken Palm ranking uh, in the SEC. So, yeah, nice – 79-70 victory. There were some great college basketball games on Saturday. Some fantastic matchups. Kentucky and North Carolina, mm-hmm. Arizona and Purdue. I mean, it there was some great, great college basketball games on uh on Saturday. Vince, appreciate it as always, man. Enjoy the the home cooking down there. And we'll uh Merry Christmas to you and your family, and we'll talk to you uh next week. Absolutely. Yeah, that is a given. Great to talk to you guys. Appreciate you having me all year. Merry Christmas to each of you guys. Happy holidays to everybody listening, and look forward to talking to you guys right after Christmas. All right, that is Vince Ferrara, 99.1 The Sports Animal in Knoxville, down in Tampa right now, and uh, he will join us next week. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. We are wide open the rest of the way. We can take your calls if you want to react to whatever took place over the weekend. We can do that next here on The McFarland Show. 
Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Tis the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. <gasps> Your triple fudge brownies? No, Joey. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius. Give the gift of holiday instant games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad signings. You can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing Nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It's just the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. A hearty congratulations to Tim Hasselback. Hey, hey. Tim Hasselbeck is the new head football coach at Innsworth. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. 
I've done uh, many, 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 many shows and hours. Sports Talk Radio with Tim Hasselback over the years. Good dude. Wow. Been living here with his family for, I don't know what the time frame is, but it's been a good while. It should be a, you know. It's been, I don't know. Maybe over a decade. I don't think so. Not I was that thinking long? about I don't think it's been I don't think it's been quite that long. Okay. But it's been a it's been a while. They are it may be close to it. Actually, you know, now that you say that, maybe close to it. Okay. Um yeah, they've been here a good while. So um so congratulations to Tim Hasselback. It's a really good dude. And um we'll see how he does as the new football coach at Innsworth. It's a good hire by them. It certainly sounds like it. I mean, he's got, listen, he's got every kind of experience that you can want to have um, when it comes to the game of football. Certainly knows the inside and out. Has a very good demeanor that mm-hmm. you would think would work well with, with young men. One would think, yeah. I agree. I totally agree. And obviously uh, a good football IQ. Played oh, in the NFL. Yeah. Played at Boston College. He's got his brother Matt to lean on. Yeah. So, guy's family to lean on. Man. Yeah. yeah that, doesn't hurt when they your brother played in the Super Bowl. Dad, yeah. and I mean, that's yeah. a good little pedigree of oh, yeah. football knowledge in that family. Oh, boy. 615 5600. Let's go to Tony in Nolansville. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Uh, yeah, you're right. That is, I saw that, uh, that, that is a good hire right there with Innsworth. And um, he, uh, didn't he play with the Titans? No, that was his brother, Matt. No, Matt did. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Wrong house. But uh, that is a good hire. And that's a, you know, it's a trend that's going on now with these high schools going out and hiring these retired uh, NFL players. So they bring in a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience to to the game, no doubt. And I can tell you some time. none of the high school football coaches, when, when I was in high school, uh, either the high school I went to or in the area were, you know, Guys that have played at the highest level. <laughs> the right. landscape has changed a little bit. <laughs> it really has. Um, Darren, next October 26th, I've got a ticket with your name on it. Austin P will be playing Carrollton State in Clarksville. <laughs> in Clarksville. No kidding. Wow. <laughs> Tell you what, if they wow. win that game, they should be the one seed. Wow. I'm just saying. You beat Tarleton State. Oh. Should go to the Orange Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Austin P released their schedule the other day. They have seven home games this coming year. Huh? They mm. open up with Louisville. Oh, wow. Um, mm. Wait a minute, in Clarksville? No, they will oh. be playing Louisville okay. at Louisville. Okay, okay. I was just saying, okay. man, uh, wow. The Cardinals seven. are coming to Clarksville? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to have seven home games on the FCS level, that's pretty good. That's uh, – that's pretty good. And, uh, Darren, I didn't know this, Justin, but Austin P. I read this the other day. Uh, Austin P. has the seventh winningest program in FCS in the last uh, six years, six or seven years, with three different conference championships and over 50, 50 wins. So they're making good strides up there. I'm proud of them. And it's just, uh, I think Gerald Harrison's got got it going on. And uh, according to a Facebook page on Mike Oregon's site, many, many coaches have chimed in and talking about the new hire at Austin P. That he, a uh, lot of lot of coaches, head coaches now, 
on the collegiate level and the uh, high school levels. Gary Rankin and among others are talking about what a great hire this is going to be and has uh, four awesome piece. So hmm. looking forward to seeing what they, what brand of ball they put out there on the field. So, Jeff. Guys, y'all covered the Titans as best Ferris. you can. There Jeff. you go. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they, the Titans, you know, you watch this offensive line. Justin, you're right. What you said earlier, it's been addressed, and we were talking about it last year, and we're talking about it again this year. And you got to wonder where, who is the offensive line coach? I don't know the coach itself, but it's the same problem, it seems like. And guys, they just kept running it up the middle with Henry, and it was not working. We all saw it. The people, it, correct me, when there's some boo birds that come out. There were. There yep. were. Yep. The question is, who are they booing? Were they booing the offensive line? Were they booing Derrick Henry? Were they booing the play call? I believe they are booing the play call. It, it, That's what it, it felt that, like. I, I was booing it in my house. That's what it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was doing that, so. And then with the bowl games that come out this weekend, uh, you know, there were some good ones already. And uh, that, uh, I think Damon touched on it. I, I could not take my eyes and turn the channel. And that pouring down rain down there in Orlando, that was such a fun game to watch them. To those guys to play in about three inches of rain. If you had never played in one of those monsoon games, I played in two of them. They, uh, there's something else, and it, it's a game you'll always remember, that's for sure. No and doubt. Guys, I was going to quiz y'all one thing. Real quick, Tony, Do we got to go. Y'all know who is the, uh, since 2002, who the top two bowl, uh, what two teams have the best bowl record since 2002? This is according to ESPN the other day. I was surprised by this. All right. You got to stop thinking about I don't know. Uh, 20 last 20 years uh, I don't know tell us I think Georgia is top with uh, 18 and 6 record hmm. and Texas Tech is second with 11 and 4 now 12 and 4 record well, well, alright all right. good one Tony thank you thank as you always. Tony take our final break come back wrap up Monday's edition of the McFarland show next when was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville 
Double Stack or the world-famous Bar-Lined Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar-Lined Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar-Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar-Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Princess Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Princess Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Oh, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. If you're down in Rutherford County, or you're planning on being in Rutherford County tomorrow, by the way, you can listen on 107.9. We'd love for you to show up to Single Tree Barbecue, 2805 Old Fort Parkway. We'll be doing our show there from 2 until 4 o'clock. And uh, if you are nice enough to uh, help us out, and maybe bring in uh, some new blankets or new gloves or new socks. Charlie Eblen, who owns um, Single Tree Barbecue, MTSU grad, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, is nice enough to give you uh, a fantastic pork sandwich on him. Oh, you can also uh, Venmo Rosie's Perduto uh, some money, and all that money will get used to buy those items that um, will be handed out on Christmas morning to people who uh, could certainly need it. Very cool. Very I hope cool. to see a lot of people uh, tomorrow. Absolutely. Down in Murphy's. Welcome everybody out. So tonight it'll be the Eagles and the Seahawks in Seattle. Get some banged up quarterbacks. Yes, we do. Geno Smith and uh, Jalen Hurts. Well, I guess Jalen Hurts is more about an illness, right? Not really banged yeah, up. He's been downgraded to questionable hmm. uh, in this game. Of course, Geno Smith coming off the groin injury. 
Um, and they don't know if he's going to go or not. But you know, listen, th- this is a crucial game for the Seahawks. If if you're Geno Smith, uh, to me, you you got to find a way to get out there. Uh, your your team needs you tonight uh, to go out there and try to find a way to win this game. If if you, if you're him and if you're that franchise, you go out there and, and you need to play. That's that's just me. Yeah, there. I mean, that's fair to say their season is on the line. Yeah, hanging on by a thread. You gotta go out there and find a way to win this game. Big big time game tonight for them. We will have our NFL top ten on Wednesday. Boy, some craziness yeah. continues. Things go change. By the way, that division Which one? The NFC South. Okay. I don't think I don't think the winner is gonna have a, a winning record, I don't think. Hey. It's not fair, but it's okay. Eight wins may get you We've into the We've been talking playoffs. about whoever's going to, they're going to play a 10 or 11 win team. Yeah. Because it's going to be the loser of the NFC East, which is going to be either the Cowboys or the Eagles, and they're both going to have double digit wins. Mm. So they're going to end up playing Atlanta or New Orleans or whoever, and they're going to be, you know, like you said, that, you know, eight and nine, seven and 10, and they're going to get a home game. And things are heating up. Bills are getting hot. And Jake Browning and Joe Flacco keep leading those what teams. What in the world is victories. that? I know. All right, that's going to do it for our show today. Hope to see you in Murfreesboro tomorrow. Bill Keen will get things started at 6 a.m. Followed by Greg and John, 9 to 11. We'll see you tomorrow, 2 o'clock. Sports Radio. This is the Zach Gelb Show.